I'm your host Darren and today we're going to be talking about Erotic City from the B-Sides also known as uh, Make Love Not War Erotic City Come Alive uh, I'm not quite sure but for, for some reason in the early 80s Prince liked to do this thing of having super long titles the same is true of 17 Days which has like a really really long title that you know obviously most people don't kind of make reference to uh, recorded on the 25th of March 1984 and then with additional stuff on the 4th of April 1984 at Sunset Sound and released on the 18th of July 1984 so that's a that's a quick release uh, it's just Prince and Sheila E on the track uh, although I believe it's credited to Prince and the Revolution because obviously uh, it is the B-side to Let's Go Crazy. Um, and uh, the track itself is either 7 minutes 24 in the 12-inch dance mix or 3.55. And joining me to talk about it is Martin Sand. Hello, Martin. Hi. I think it's obviously a funk song. <laughs> and I say that because there's obviously one word which, you know, I think is a little kind of disputed uh, but both Sheila E. and Prince have insisted that the word that is in this song is funk. Um, and I think, you know, because it's a funk song, it kind of fits with that. Um, you know, uh, although obviously some of the cover versions have chosen to change that word to a different, more explicit word. You know, but for the purposes of keeping this podcast PG, uh, I'm not going to say what that word is. But uh, yeah, so I mean... I think it's interesting that this is... I mean, all the B-sides from Purple Rain, I, I feel, are quite interesting because... Um, you know, in a lot of cases, they they kind of they kind of contrast with um, you know the the A sides. So you know, obviously, let's go crazy. Uh, you know, uh, the opening song from um, from Purple Rain, the opening scene from Purple Rain, and then on the B side, you have this kind of really stripped down, um, you know, kind of funk song. And, you know, Let's Go Crazy is kind of like a really upbeat kind of like pop song. And this kind of it kind of doesn't feel like I wouldn't say the opposite, but it feels like such a completely different side of Prince. Um, you know, if you've if you've got kind of like the Prince from Let's Go Crazy and then you listen to the Prince from Erotic City, they kind of they feel like very different artists. Um, and I think that's quite interesting, something that kind of is also true of the other B-sides you know for for kind of the purple rain singles is like you know you have these very kind of like you know the b-side for purple rain is god i mean <laughs> you know it's like such a a big contrast to what's going on with the a-sides obviously aside from that extremely long title which kind of has <laughs> a lot of the co kind of chorus already in it you know prince opens with all of my purple life uh you know one of the few times where he puts purple in a song uh, but I like that he says, I've been looking for a dame, <laughs> like he's like he's in a, like a Dashiell Hammett novel or something. Uh, that looking would for a dame, my wife. see? Yeah, <laughs> it's just such a weird kind of like opening, you know, and, and he says, that would want to be my wife. That was my intention, babe. Um, and then we get Sheila E kind of on the chorus saying, if we cannot make babies, maybe we can make some time. Uh, thoughts of pretty you and me, erotic city come alive. And then we can funk until the dawn, making love till Cherry's gone. Erotic City, can't you see thoughts of pretty you and me? I kind of I kind of love the chorus because 
Um, you know, obviously the production on this song is very kind of stripped back. You know, we just kind of have like the synth and we have the drum and that's pretty much all we've got. Um, and then it's just kind of down to the vocals and something that Prince does in this song, you know, like he speeds up his voice um, and he kind of slows it down and he does the same with um, Sheila's voice as well. They both have like sped up voices and slowed down voices that are kind of copying the main uh, like chorus lines. Uh, and I think obviously that's something else that kind of makes this song kind of stand out is is the the use of that in in this particular song. Well, it's one of the things that makes this song exactly a Parliament funk- funkadelic song. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> kind of play, playing with the yeah playing with like the vocals is something obviously that they would do. Um, and and you know obviously later on George Clinton covered this song um, for the film PCU. Um, which I can't say I recall exactly what that film was about, but uh, uh, it feels like George Clinton covering a Prince song 10 years after it came out. I don't know. It it just doesn't feel kind of, uh, you know, like kind of uh, that exciting. It's like, okay. I, I think obviously at the time he was working with Prince, so it was kind of obvious, uh, you know, for him to kind of cover that. And we get this very kind of um, specific thing where it says, every time I comb my hair, thoughts of you get in my eyes. You're a sinner, I don't care. And then possibly my favourite line from the whole song. I just want you creamy thighs. <laughs> um, and we go back to the chorus after that, of course. But yeah, I mean, this this idea of, um, like, thoughts of you get in my eyes, um, you know, from the every time I comb my hair. Obviously, you know, it wouldn't be until about a year later that Prince recorded um, She's Always In My Hair. But it kind of it kind of feels like the same kind of thing of, like, the idea of, of using the hair to represent... Um, you know, like thoughts or, you know, I mean, obviously he's literally saying hair and then thoughts one after the other. But that idea is also kind of in She's Always In My Hair, which suggests that, you know, that, that this person is always in his thoughts. Um, and so I kind of I kind of like that, that that's in this song here as well as, as obviously in, uh, in She's Always In My Hair as well. Although obviously we get the you're a sinner, I don't care, which... Uh, it feels like Prince kind of after a certain point would really care if the person was a sinner. But obviously in the early 80s, um, you know, it does kind of fit that, you know, as a, as a 20 something, he doesn't care if someone's a sinner. He just wants their creamy thighs. And I think creamy as well is like this song. Obviously, if if the word that's been sung is definitely funk, uh, then the use of kind of, you know, making love till cherry's gone. And I just want your creamy thighs and, um, you know we can funk until the dawn like there's other things in here that kind of are, are suggestive definitely singing funk right yes oh no they're 100 singing. definitely funk, funk. Uh, wink yeah. i mean wick i mean wink <laughs> yeah um but i mean I, like the, kind of this idea of you know like I, lo- I love when prince kind of gets very specific on a description so like i just want your creamy thighs it's such a great line because like I mean, he could have just said, "I I just want your thighs," you know. But the fact that he says "creamy," it, it's kind of the, the the selling point of that line, I think. Yeah. And when we get to you know, all of my hangups are gone. How I wish you felt the same. Uh, we can funk until the dawn. And then we get the kind of till the dawn, till the dawn. And he's going, "How I wish you were my dame once again." Uh, and then we get the the refrain of "Baby, won't you call my name?" Um, and then, you know, we kind of just have the chorus repeated a number of times before we get to the, the end. And as we get to the end, we have this kind of weird effect of kind of, it almost sounds like a spring to me, that kind of like, that kind of noise that the synth is making it towards the end. Um, and we just have, as it fades out, we have Prince kind of very quietly singing Erotic City, uh, but in the sped up voice. 
Um, you know, but before that, he says, I, 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 erotic city. <laughs> and that's that's how the song ends. Um, and everyone knows I like a song that finishes with the title. Um, you know, always finish strong by reminding people the name of the song that you've just heard. Like as a B-side to Let's Go Crazy, which, you know, Prince obviously in later years said, you know, the elevator was the devil. And, you know, it's like a religious song and stuff. I think put in like a song called Erotic City on the B-side of that. Obviously, you know, it's the two sides of Prince, like kind of immediately just on one, uh, you know, seven inch or 12 inch where you're like, oh, so on one side he's he's saying let's go crazy. And on the other side, he's 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 entering Erotic City. Uh, you know the mayor of that city being prince um and uh yeah so i mean I, I i just kind of i kind of love it because obviously this is the first time that prince has used sheila e on anything um you know he'd been working with her to record the the glamorous life and that was released about six weeks after this this b-side came out originally obviously on there you know you you have um you know the gra- the glamorous life um, but Prince basically wrote all of that album and then just kind of had Sheila E sing the, the lyrics, um, you know. So, it, you know, it's kind of interesting that, you know, obviously he'd been working with her so much that, you know, she was the only person around when he decided to do Erotic City, uh, even though it does get credited to the revolution, um, you know. Uh, and but it is just kind of like a, a two-person effort between Prince and uh, and Sheila Ree. Her her voice kind of matches Prince really well. You know, obviously Sheila Ree is a fantastic uh, percussionist, uh, and whenever you know there's any you know when she toured with Prince, she was like a really good drummer. Um, but you know, I think sometimes you can overlook the fact that she has you know a really good voice, and uh, and I think it really suits this song. I think kind of like the chemistry between the two of them, you know, is kind of what elevates the song instead of it just being like a you know Prince by himself. I guess Prince by himself with a sped up Prince voice or whatever would have kind of worked, but I think having Sheila E in there really kind of helps sell the song. Yeah, definitely. She's um, obviously a dame. I wouldn't <laughs> know anything about her um, about the uh, dairy content of her thighs. But um, uh, I think she sells it well. I think yeah. they um, really uh, gel together on this track as people who are down to uh, funk with an N. The single itself, um, you know, it was it was a B-side. But then uh, later on, for some reason, uh, in the UK in 1984, um, it was released as a promotional single. Um, and then in 1989, as you know, a number of print singles were reissued. It was then issued in Germany as uh, as a, a, a CD single uh, with "I Would Die for You" as a, as like a, the B side. Uh, both both of the single versions being the extended seven minute kind of like a dance mix uh, of the song. Um, and and then um, for some reason. Um, it was put as the second B-side of the 12-inch version of Girl 6, uh, the single, when that song was released as a single, which, I mean, it basically did not perform very well. Um, but uh, yeah, for some reason, Prince was like, okay, Erotic City, it's on the soundtrack for Girl 6. And so, you know, it was put on there as a B-side. Nasty Girl by Vanity 6 being the actual B-side uh, for the, the New Power Generation's release of Girl 6. Um, so on one on one CD single you had Girl Six, Nasty Girl, um, and Erotic City by basically the New Power Generation, Vanity Six, and Prince and the Revolution. And in that case, all of those songs are basically just Prince, <laughs> um, but with kind of different people singing the main vocal lines, uh, which you know I think is quite interesting. Uh, now, in terms of like the the controversy over whether or not they are saying different f words in two thousand and four. 
Um, a few radio stations in Las Vegas, San Antonio and Phoenix were fined uh, by the FCC because they insisted that there was obscenity. And so they fined those radio stations. And so there is an edit of Erotic City that is played on US radio instead of, um, you know, the version that was originally released in 1984, uh, which, I, you know, I think is quite interesting. Um, but both Prince and um, Sheila E. insisted that they were singing funk. Uh, but obviously someone at the FCC <laughs> disagreed with them and some radio stations paid the uh, fine for, you know, kind of risking it, um, you know. And this this song itself has been covered a number of times, um, you know, uh, kind of George Clinton, like I said, he covered it for the film PCU on the soundtrack. And he kind of it sounds like he kind of uses the same basic backing track it's almost like prince was like i'll take the vocals off for you and you just use the backing track and i think they've kind of added a bit of stuff there george clinton has himself um and then also semi-sonic uh recorded it as a b-side for uh, a single of um, singing in my sleep um and then berlin uh recorded a version in 2005 for the album four play i don't know much about berlin other than the fact that um uh, they did. Um, did they do "Take My Breath Away"? Is that Berlin? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's the only thing I know them for. So I'm not quite sure why. You know, kind of in the 2000s, they decided to do a cover of a Prince B-side, uh, but evidently they did. Um, and I, I, I say that's actually kind of. Uh, I mean, I, I, I mean, I like the semi-sonic version, but obviously, you know, it's just kind of done as a B-side. Uh, the George Clinton version, like I said, it just sounds like he was given the backing track of Erotic City, and he did his own kind of version yeah. over the top. But also, it is the song is so pitch perfect, a uh, Parliament Funkadelic song. Uh, you couldn't be sure that if George Clinton were to record it, uh, he wouldn't record it exactly the same way. Yeah, yeah, I guess. I mean, the fact that he kind of sounds like he has the backing track wouldn't make any difference because I'm sure if he didn't even have the backing track, it would still sound the same. Um, but the version by Berlin, I would say it is terrible. Um, it, like, it's kind of like very kind of mechanical and like i don't know it, it like i think part of the fun of the song is the fact that it seems like prince is kind of messing about a little bit with like the sped up vocals and kind of putting little kind of i don't know it seems very playful whereas the version by berlin just seems very kind of like uh like i said mechanical and kind of just not, i mean I, I i listened to like about two minutes of it and i was like i do not like this cover version um this is the reason why i don't like people covering prince songs you know like they've literally summed up why you know it's just it's just not a good version and then you know there's been a, a couple of other cover versions um the bassist from uh, yola tengo did a cover version of it in on in an album that basically was all prince cover versions um and then superfly also did a cover and then josh todd did a cover but you know uh, that was uh, that was in 2017. Uh, Beck has covered the song live a few times, um, and then it's been sampled by um, Sean Combs under I don't know whatever name he was using at the time, um, and Ashanti also um, sampled the kind of drum beat from this. So mm. you know, obviously quite a popular song, um, you know, and in fact so I popular. Mean, it is a much more coverable song than most Prince songs are typically because the production is kind of very kind of stripped back that it's it's quite easy for people to kind of come in and, and kind of do something with it yeah and the song is not so much about um Prince's personality like uh most Prince songs really are an infusion of Prince so uh yeah that's why they're hard to cover this one is um you know almost not a Prince song 
like I said, it's yeah. Prince doing Parliament Funkadelic. Yeah. And, you know, Sheila E. herself, uh, you know, around the time of, um, you know, promoting uh, the glamorous life, um, she, you know, she would do concerts where she would cover this song. Obviously, someone else would sing the Prince part and she'd just sing her part. <laughs> so, um, you know, and some, some of those performances, you know, from like 85, 86, you know, they are like she basically puts her own kind of personality onto the song and she kind of really makes it her own. Um, but yeah, this song was so popular as a B-side that it basically got to number one in the the hot dance um, Billboard chart uh, at the same time as Let's Go Crazy. <laughs> like they were basically both kind of around the same time, kind of really. It's I mean, obviously, I can understand if you were like a, a DJ or something like in a club. This you know the the extended version of this, like the seven minutes twenty four version of this song, would would kind of really be something that you'd want to. Um, take out particularly as you know Prince was riding a wave at that time you know we're talking about you know about a month after Purple Rain was at the cinemas you know Prince was everywhere with Purple Rain and and uh, When Doves Cry and Let's Go Crazy so like you know finding a Prince B-side and kind of using that in the club was probably obviously something that would uh, you know be really popular at the time uh, so obviously that's why this song kind of was that popular um, but yeah, I mean, out of five, I would say um, five out of five. I mean, I really love this song. I, you know, I remember hearing the B-sides and kind of getting to Erotic City and, you know, the production of it, you know, obviously is kind of very interesting. Uh, hearing Sheila E's voice, you know, kind of with Prince's, you know, I think they really work well together. You know, uh, I think the kind of the time that she worked with Prince from like 84 through to, you know, like late 88, uh, you know, it's kind of one of my favorite kind of times for in terms of like Prince's kind of output. Uh, and I th- I really kind of enjoy hearing their voices together, um, you know. So for me, five out of five. Yeah, I like it a lot, too. It's maybe not in the uh, absolute top tier of Prince songs for me, but it's um, it's a perfect version of what it is. And uh, it's a it's a lot of fun to listen to. Uh, so yeah, five star song. Um. So well, I feel like we've said as much as we can about uh, Erotic City. Um. So let's go to any plugs. Is there anything you wish to plug, Martin? Um. Sure. Uh. Find me on Spotify if you can. I haven't yet figured out how to do that myself. Um. Just search for my my name. Uh maybe uh you'll find me uh i post new playlists about every month and you can find us on facebook at prince track by track or you can find us on twitter at prince podcast or you can email us not sure why you would at prince track by track at gmail.com thanks once more for being my guest here martin thank you for having me and otherwise make love not war erotic city F- 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 F-